The upcoming presentation is a two-man power trip of wrestling podcast production. What's up, guys? It's the phenomenal AJ Styles. You're listening to the two-man power trip. Hey, Johnny. Cool, man. What's going on? We ready to go or what? Okay. And welcome to the two-man power trip of wrestling. I am your host, JP John Paz. With me today is two very special guests. One is the man behind the Creative Control Network. The other is the man behind the Mike Durbin Show. But of course, they are both a part of Get My Go. And Get My Go Season 2 has begun. Of course, Joe Feeney and Mr. Mike Durbin. What's going on, fellas? How you doing today? John, I'm a little up- upset that you didn't do your standard. Hello. Hello and welcome. Yes, I know. Uh, two you. people Two people do not like it. That is Vince Russo and Disco. They do not like that intro, mm. even though it's a nice homage to the great Chris Mad Dog Russo. But uh, those two, I guess, do not like him. It's your trademark. You got to stick with it. I don't have one necessarily. When I did Creative Control Daily, I would just start in the middle of my own conversation with myself. So <laughs> there you go. I thought it was going to be sleeping on the air. I thought that was going to be your thing. Sleeping on the air, yeah. So let's start with Mike. Mike, what's going on with Get My Go Season 2? I know you guys have a new target. We are back. Yeah, we have... Um, well, he's not going to be the target for the whole season. He's um, he's in the first episode, and he will probably be in the second episode, and maybe a few more times, because he's got a lot of material, just like uh, our good friends at WWR. There is no shortage of material with this guy. Uh, his name is Wrestling Otaku. Some of you may know about him. I w- I w- what would you classify him as, Joe? Like a YouTube like streamer? A YouTube personality, fantasy booker type dude, uh, woman hater. Woman hater, definitely. He's very <laughs> misogynistic. He hates women, and he's going to let us know why he hates them, because there are at least 10 reasons why he hates women. Why does he hate women? That's kind of weird. Well, you'll see in the next episode. In the next episode. I hope he has like a Dave Letterman top 10 where he pull, <laughs> whoosh, pulls the thing. That's interesting with him, though. Like, where does he pop up from? How the hell do you guys know who he is? Is it just, just from searching the internet or somebody led you to him? Do you know Girl on Cinema? Yeah. Yeah. So I became aware of her like maybe six months ago. Jim Cornette's daughter. Yes. Yeah. Yep. She, I noticed on her YouTube page, she had a couple different um, like clapback videos at him. Because I don't know who started with who first, but it was Girl on Cinema and Wrestling Otaku. They were going back and forth. It's very entertaining. Uh, they both have a strong dislike for each other. 
And uh, so I was just looking through this guy's videos, and I'm like, God damn, like, how can you have these videos on the internet? You know, even if <sighs> he seems normal, I don't know if he is a little mentally, you know, challenged. I don't know. I'm not saying that, but you think he would have to be if he's got these videos on the internet that if anybody at a, at a job or, you know, a potential mate for him in the future were to see these things, he'd be fired or, you know, friendless or, you know, nobody would want anything to do with him, but he's got just hundreds of videos on there. You'd have to figure he's given up on the prospects of a, of employment or a relationship. So yeah. uh, good for him. That sounds, there's a certain kind of freedom in that, isn't there? You just don't have to worry about anything. That's fucking awesome. Is he popular? Well, as we stated in our first episode back, he is way more popular than wrestling with reality. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's got a few thousand YouTube followers uh, as opposed to their 112. He's got a lot of hate viewers. And uh, Joe, you said something about a Reddit group. Yeah, it's what I heard. Someone told me there's a whole Reddit group dedicated to it, dedicated to him. So basically what you're saying is his obnoxiousness is far more entertaining than John and Martin's obnoxiousness. To other people, it. yeah. It's other people, yeah. yeah. But who the hell is he like in general? Like, what is that name? I don't even understand that reference. Well, what, what is Otaku? What is this nonsense? Well, I can see you didn't watch our first episode, John. I missed it. No, yeah. I listened to it on the uh, on the uh, on the phone. audio. Okay, yeah, on the audio. Yeah, yeah. yeah, we'll we'll get that up in a couple of weeks. But uh, yeah, we actually looked it up on air. We didn't know what Otaku meant, and it means like it's a Japanese word, and it it means like uh, a, a young person who is so into computers or anime or, or something else some interest so much that it's a detriment to his uh social standing and and things like that and it's a perfect name for him yeah that's pretty genius yeah there's a lot of otakus in the in the wrestling you know the, in the iwc i'm sure yeah so. so what is it about this guy that you said okay wangling you know martin okay they're over here but this guy needs to be covered why well we did I mean, we had episode 50 was the last episode, but in actuality, we did about 60 episodes because there was a lot of part twos and bonus episodes. There was at least 60 episodes on these, just these two guys, John and Martin. Uh, so, you know, we wanted to move on and do some other people. And I thought this wrestling otaku guy has to be the first guy back. And I wanted to do the 10 reasons why women of this generation are trash that was the one I wanted to do. So I clipped that video uh, months ago, and I was ready to do it. And I wanted to, I'm not going to say who we're doing it with, but I knew exactly the woman that I wanted to join us for this episode. So yeah. it's been just a scheduling conflict. You know, Joe is so busy every night. He's, you know, Raven Effect Mondays, uh, Rehash. Tuesdays, actually, we're doing this Tuesday. Like, I, I got to do Rehash. But, like, then, yeah, you're right, Wednesday is... Conan and Jim Ross Thursdays, Conan and Pritchard Fridays, uh, Arn, you know, Thursday also includes Raven Saturdays. Ang like, you know, that's no, that's no exaggeration. Like there is something scheduled for me every day. And then there's just stuff that I have to slip in. Like, the, like I got to put out Conan Patreon stuff every day. Yeah. And I'm not a kind of person that really just releases it. Like anything we record on, on K100, not to get on a side topic or whatever, I re-listen to it. So if we record seven hours a week, I spend another seven hours you know, editing it and making sure that we're all good. So it really is a lot of, a lot of time, a lot of time. But, uh, 
I think it's worth it. I mean, I don't have any complaints about anything I'm doing right now. I'm pretty, pretty proud of the stuff that I'm doing actually. So, and, and I've made, you know, I've said this a million times on various shows, but somehow I managed to turn the little niche into a job. So who am I to complain if I'm just working from home at a, at a desk, you know, I can just go upstairs in my fridge. I can go sit out on the deck. I can fucking pet the cat. I can chase my wife around stuff like that. So I don't have any room to complain. It is, it is busy though. Like even when I went to Vegas, which was like half, I wanted to be half personal, half, or what do you call it? Half business, half pleasure. It was like 90% business. The only fun I had was like after the Conan live show, you know, everything else I was either working or helping Conan set that thing up or editing Conrad shows while I'm there. So it's, uh, I don't know why I'm rambling about that. Yeah. But, uh, Cut me off. Yeah, wait, what does the guy so, do wrestling? What am, what am I doing? What am I doing? He's just bragging about all the things he's involved no, I think, with. I think it's like a therapy couch. No, yeah. So um, Mike was saying scheduling's hard. Yeah, I believe the um, the third uh, co-host we're going to get for that. It'll probably be a weekend. So we just we have to nail down a Saturday or Sunday where we're all free. Yeah. Seems like a crazy topic on his part, just uh, on the surface. Oh, the ten things about women. Yeah. It well, like he did. He did that, and then he did another one after that, where he added some more reasons, and then I think there's another one uh, specifically about one of the reasons. So, I mean, the guy is a troubled uh, individual. <laughs> so, you know, would you now? I'm gonna now I'm gonna fuck this up even more and step in his interview. Would you ever consider having him on? Like you, we would never have John on. We potentially could have Robin. Would you have wrestling Otaku on? Yeah. To close the season. Definitely. I definitely would. Yeah. I mean, there's no... Would it be combative or would it be fun? I don't know how he'd react to it. He may like the attention. I don't know how... I don't know him that well. Like, I know John uh, Wingling. I know this man. After mm -hmm. listening and watching to many, many hours of, of this guy's shows and, you know, we've analyzed his psyche... Uh, for 60 episodes, so I, I feel like I know this guy, and I, I wouldn't want to talk to him on the on the air. I have talked to him on the phone before. Yeah. Um, since get my go start, I think it was I was talking to Martin on the phone uh, a few months ago, and he ambushed me, and he some I don't know I didn't know you could do three way calling like I didn't know you could do that anymore on on cell phones, but yeah. All of a sudden, this guy's yelling at me, and it wasn't Martin. I'm like, I go, who is this? I thought it was Martin's brother, like the guy in the, you know, the one that it's in the army that's always, yeah. always bragging about him. I th I thought it was Martin's brother, like yelling at me, and then uh, I'm like, who is this man? And he's like, this is John Wangland. I'm like, I'm like, <laughs> are you? You don't sound like yourself, man. You sound very different. Like, are you sure? Like, who is this for real? And and it was him. So. I talked to the two of them on the phone for like 10 or 15 minutes, and um, I'll talk to him off air, but the minute you hit that record button, he, he goes into lying mode and, and uh, you know, the manipulative shit starts coming out, so. I wish he would have introduced himself like, full. this is Jonathan <laughs> F. Wanglin. <laughs> F is for fucking. Uh, so, yeah, we would have, I would definitely have Otaku on, definitely. Yeah. That's cool. What about getting Girl on Cinema on there? She kind of big-timed. I don't know if I asked her to come on my show or get my go a couple months ago, and I think she didn't answer or something. Yeah, Russo brand members will remember this, but I don't know how it came up, but somehow one of her clips might have got, gotten played on a Russo show, and he was aware of who she was. I think I may have sent him some clips of her. Mm -hmm. and i was like yo you got to get a hold of this girl and do something with her because she has the exact same 
mentality about the business as you do. It's like the, the whole casual fan thing that Russo talks about, as he says, to nauseam. Um, that's her thing. It's like the casual fan, you know? Uh, that's what she's all about. So it's like, you, you, you got to do something with this girl. And then, then it was like, oh, well, I followed her. Uh, she needs to follow me before I write to her. I'm not going to write to her if she doesn't follow me and she wouldn't follow him. Like I messaged her. I'm like, yo, uh, I can get you on, on a Russo show if you want. You just got to follow him back. And she's, she said, I'm not, I'm not going to follow him because then the Jim Cornette fans will be after me. And I, I left it at that. I'm like, okay, forget it, man. Kind it would have right. been awesome if, if the two of them would have got together. Yeah, I have no qualms about uh, saying that I, I attempted to get girl on a podcast. Like, just give me, just give me a video. We'll convert it to audio. You don't got to do anything. I'm uh, because I've learned since we brought Francine on that uh, these these companies they go nuts for female co-hosts or hosts. And I'm like, I told her, I'm like, we could make you could make some money. We could make some money, of course, but you can make some money. And um, I think she she what she basically said was she preferred the video format and all that. And she's just happy with the way she's doing it. I said, all right, well, that door is there. There's another potential female show that might start on creative control network as well. So bringing in the ladies. Yeah. Fair enough. You know, if that's what she wants, but that's weird with the cornet stuff. I don't think anybody would give a damn or even no. pay attention to that. You never like know. They, they won't know if they won't know if you, if you follow Russo. I guess you can see it. If you, know. you can see it and there's, and then, people you know what? There are some demented brand members, but there are some real sicko uh, Cornet Cornet fans. Oh yeah. Really? yeah, big time. Joe's in the cult of Cornet. Yeah, I've gotten into some some shit in there <laughs> just because I I would go to plug the Cornet show or I would defend Disco and a few people knew who I was and stuff like that. Like, of course you're defending him. I'm like, no, I'm. It's not like that exactly. Like, if I thought Disco was wrong, I'd say I think Disco was wrong. I don't know. So it was only a couple of times, but yeah, it's it's an interesting group. So with this guy Otaku, you think he's aware of Get My Go at all? Not yet. Doubtful. Because I, I didn't tag guess, him I guess in anything. Not, yeah. Yeah. I didn't tag him in any posts or anything. So and I and I didn't see anybody else do it either. So um I guess I kinda want him to be aware of us. Maybe we can, you know, eventually have him on. I'd love to talk to him. I'd love to get in the guy's wow. head. We know? did just spend a whole episode you know, calling him a fat uh, pedo and things of that nature. So I don't know yeah. how. <laughs> yeah, it was, I, we didn't call him a, a Don't look at me. I, yeah, we didn't call him a pedophile. Somebody else called him a pedo yeah. pet, numerous times. So. Yeah, yeah. Would that be Hughesley? Would that be him? It would be, yeah. Hughesley's got a certain style. I love that name. I can't even call him Hughesley anymore. It's Hughesley just yeah, because Hughesley. of Conan. Yeah. Yes. Does Conan really not know that's his name or does he, is he joking? Because I feel like he really thinks it's Hughesley. I don't, I, I don't know. He said other names too, but he seems to have settled on Hughesley. So I guess that's it now. I like that. And uh, but you know, if Hughesy gets to fifty-five thousand subscribers, Conan will make an appearance on his podcast. I don't know if you heard that that news yet. An appearance, oh. though, not not a guest spot or an interview. An not an interview. I don't know what it would entail, but they will be on the on the stream yard or whatever Zoom at the same time. So that's hey, Hughesy's been going for it for years. You know, do a drop. Yeah, maybe you yeah. could. That's no reward, though. You gotta give you gotta give him the FaceTime, the one on one. Give him a reward. Now, usually came back into the fold. Usually came back in the fold for this, but he didn't do the last few episodes of Get My Go. So, how did he get back in? Well, that's the kind of weird thing I was thinking about. That everyone's like, "Oh, Hughesy's back. Hughesy's back." He, he, it's not like he was gone. I mean, he skipped every 
you know, maybe every third or fourth episode, he wasn't on it. You know, if you go back and look at who was on what episode, it just so happens that we recorded. I think the last part was a three-parter. Joe, was was there it was forty-seven, forty-eight, forty-nine? There was a three-part Martin deal in there somewhere towards the end. Whatever, there was forty-eight, forty-nine, and fifty were all together. And we did those all in one recording session, and yeah. then I think Husey might have been on the two before that. That was also a one recording session, and we did the the go to sleep one. Yeah, there was like a th- two or three part Martin arc, yeah. and he yeah. was on that one. So it just seems like it's been a long time because he wasn't on the last three episodes, and then we took a two or three month break. So yeah, so it's not like he really left. He just you record a bunch, you tape it, you you edit it. Joe does nothing. You know, he just sits there and you edit it, you put it together. <laughs> yeah, basically the next week or could be recorded the next week, but it really won't come out for another three weeks because. You've got a bunch to put out. Yeah, I mean, there was a point, like in the middle of the season, when I had like the next six episodes, you know, marked out. Yeah. I didn't edit them all yet, but I had them all lined up. Like, what's going to be what? You know, I, I had them all mapped out. And Damn, that's meticulous. Pretty, uh, yeah, yeah, that's good. You got to get that shit in the can. But six, wow. Yeah, well, you know, if I figure if we got if we got a bunch of guys on a, on a Saturday morning, we might as well do two episodes. And if they go long, which most of them tended to go long, you know, especially yeah. if certain people were on it, yeah, you know, we may do a three hour, you know, recording session for one topic. So with Wanglin not being the, the focus, have you noticed like a, a lack of energy? Have you noticed anything? Cause it seemed like, with him, it's like everybody's into it. Everybody's loving it. Can you bring that same energy when it's not him? You know what I mean? When it's, when it's another victim? Uh, the views on the, you know, we dropped it, what, three or four days ago. The views are pretty much what they were for all the other episodes, except for, like, the, you know, the Jeff Lane episode, which skyrocketed right away. The Jeff Lane episodes. Yeah. Jeff was on, I think, four right. altogether. But, yeah, uh, that anything Jeff Lane was on, like, just shot up uh, it really quickly in views. And... Um, yeah, this one's right up there. It's not like there's only 100 views on it. It, it, it. And it's got a lot of comments. People loved it. I haven't heard one negative thing about it yet. So they're so. okay with moving on from Wangle, I guess. Maybe they had their fill after that, basically the greatest like story quote hmm. the clip of all time. It yeah. was almost like that's the high point. It's like Seinfeld, let's end, end on the high note. Yeah, yeah. I, I know yeah. we were kind of sick of doing those guys. And maybe the, maybe the viewers were as well, you know? I got sick of break. I got sick of Martin, but I, John's the greatest. Yeah, I, like, John, I like doing John episodes. <laughs> <laughs> Even, uh, you know, like they still put out stuff occasionally and, and I'll just, I will never watch the whole thing, but I'll skip randomly through it just to see what, what's going on. And anytime I hit that stop button and play at any point in the video, you can be sure within, within 30 seconds, John says something either incorrect or just so ridiculous, you know, he he fascinates me, man. Both of them do. Well, I'll give you. Uh, speaking of bragging, I'll, we'll do a little bragging here because the the get my go podcast feed. This is fucking incredible. has a has a lifetime downloads of six hundred sixty eight thousand three hundred fifty two. And I will show the screen this so they can. It's fake. No, it ain't, dude. The show's been gone what since June. Yeah. That so uh, or at least we stopped recording around then. So in the last thirty days. With no shows, no promotion, whatever, people just knowing about it. Number one is episode 48, Go to Bed, with 809 views in the last 30 days. Uh, the Fruits of Dean's Labor, 3 of 3, has 488. You'll see episode 33 has 355. 
an inspired goodbye two and flogging the dolphin both have over 300 that's the top five in the last 30 days people just going back and revisiting them so you know i, I or think maybe catching it for the first time maybe they could be catching it for yeah. the first time yeah because i think people it's better it's almost better now it's almost like instead of uh like i'm watching uh heels and you watch it week to week but then if you were watching ozark you could bang it all out at once if you wanted right so with get my go it was a fun thing to follow as it was happening. But now if you go back and listen to it in a row, in a row, like I know people who have done it, like that's probably quite the journey, <laughs> you know, cause it really is a, what a story. Right. And then you bring Chad in and Chad actually met him and Jeff Lane comes in and has no idea why this guy's talking shit about him and fucking effing for real guys leave. And John has a new idea and it's, Oh dude, it's, it's really good. It's I like, I always tell him, like I said it on here before that I want my Blu-ray set before it all said and done, you know, so I can ha- watch it in 10 years. Yeah, and one of John's favorites, uh, Corey Ryan. You know, we yes. did an episode about him, and then within uh, a month, he's with you know, us. We did one with him, you know. So, and then I still want to hear the rest of that Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart story. I still want to get the rest of that. Poor <laughs> <laughs> Corey, and you know what? It's it's clearly it was like such an important moment to him, and what all we could do was just fucking shit on it and put a stake through its heart and just bury it and dig it back up and kill it again man he was actually a good sport which is why i immediately like yeah pulled, pulled back on that you know i won't i wouldn't make fun of him anymore or, no know. no no well, yeah i took that episode about him i took that off mm-hmm. i think the audio one's still up but i took the uh the video off so yeah i think the audio is still up i'm with him though a little bit though i met hogan twice in the same night so i'm with him with you know meeting some of those guys is awesome oh yeah i mean i don't there's been uh, not really wrestlers, but when I meet like musicians of bands that I love, like when I, I met Nikki Six three times, and oh. each time I've met him, it's like I freeze up. I, I can't think of anything to say to him, you know, because this, this this is like that's my Shawn Michaels, like to Corey, you know, like the musicians. Like if I were to meet, um, I've met Gene Simmons a few times, but you know, oddly enough, Gene Simmons is like when you meet him, I just felt like I was meeting some businessman, yeah. I didn't get nervous or anything around him, but there are certain, you know, famous musicians that I met that I just, you know, cause that, that's what I'm really a fan of, you know? Yeah. And if someone was to take your stories, they could certainly parody them. Or if someone was to take my insignificant, I, I hung out with Axl Rose for eight minutes story. They could parody the balls off that too. You know? So it just so happens that Corey was, he, he got in the line of fire, you know, because he was uh, doing it on, on that show, you know, which is unfortunate for him. True. I met met the uh, lead singer of Fozzie a few times, and uh, we were <laughs> fake arguing over was Dean Malenko feud better than Shawn Michaels feud. So I, I feel no, I know where Corey Ryan's coming from. I know what he's. I mean, that means, an, means a tremendous star all across entertainment. You know, yes, very big. Why would it, why would anybody rip him? I don't know. And yeah. I'm still I'm still <laughs> perturbed about that. But you know, that that's a different story for a different day. Yeah, there's a f- there are a few guys you can't make fun of. I mean, come on. Yeah. You can't. You just can't. It just doesn't. I could see the punk thing, and we're we're we know we're talking. I, I don't now. see it. I don't see the punk thing. I, I could see making fun of punk fans, and not 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 me or you. Of course, we're the cool ones. But the other the other those other bastards. Yeah. And then uh, I don't see what the problem is with Jericho. It's unless they're just ripping what Cornette's or, or aping, repeating what Cornette says. I have no idea. See, I love punk since 03. The first time I saw him was Death Before Dishonor. He's fighting Raven in the dog collar match. He's like, oh, this guy's freaking cool. You know, he's he keeps going over Raven. It's like, wow, this guy is, must be something. Keeps going over this huge star from everywhere, WWE, WWF, TNA. And it's like, wow, who is this guy, punk? So I'm, I'm a big punk fan 
and I loved his return. I thought that was great. I like him more as a heel, and I don't know how you'd make him a heel, but I, I big time. I'm, I'm probably a bigger fan of Danielson for sure, but I just love Punk as well. He it, it helps to have a cool name like that name. You just remember immediately CM Punk. CM Punk. It's easy, and it's funny for like uh, some of the fans he has, myself included. Like he's to you know straight edge this and that, and you got a, a lot of drunk fans that are like <laughs> fans of this guy who's saying uh you guys are lesser than me whatever i don't yeah. know he's somehow I'm just you, well. yep Durban, i know you're a big punk fan oh yeah yep always have or is yeah. it wbf or before um that? well I, hmm. I think the first i didn't i don't go back to 03 like you but um i think is when he went to uh did he go to smackdown first from ecw ecw to it probably was smackdown yeah yeah, so I think that's when I first became aware of him because I don't think I watched ECW much back then. Yeah, I wasn't fake, watching fake ECW. I watched ECW for him, and then once Paul was gone, I knew it was going to be trash, and I stopped watching for like five years. Mm -hmm. But I was aware, and I remember my dad telling me, like, hey, Punk just won the fucking world title. He cashed in. I'm like, well, that's pretty cool, but they're not going to take him seriously as champion, you know, and they didn't that first time, yeah, of course. But not at all. Yeah, this will be – it's going to be an interesting week for all that stuff. What about it, John? You want to go to the Arthur Ashe Stadium? I thought about it, but yeah. uh, I think it's going to be four hours, and I'm not doing that. Because yeah. they're taping Dynamite and, and Rampage back-to-back. -back. If it was just Dynamite and Danielson's in the main event, I would go, but I'm not doing both back-to-back. -back. Oh, long. so so they'll put Danielson on a ten, at, before 10 o'clock, and then they'll tape Rampage. Right? Yep, probably. and probably Punk will be on right after. I'm guessing starting at 10, that they'll probably do that, and then he'll start off the show on Friday, which is two hours. Yeah. So. We talked about that on K100 this week, how they should have loaded Dynamite with everybody, but for some reason they got Cole and Punk on Friday night. You know, you think you would have put all these guys, let's fucking kill it for Wednesday, but I guess they're they're dependent on Omega Danielson. They think that's going to be, that's enough of a reason for people to watch. I guess it is, you know, for some some fans. I don't know if... And Sting's wrestling too on Dynamite. I was Sting and uh, Darby, yeah. Against FTR. Yeah, that's, I mean, it's a good card. I don't know. If it's going to bring in like WWE fans necessarily, but I guess we'll see. We had a bet on the show if they were going to beat 1.4 million or whatever their record was. Of course, I said that they would, and Disco said they wouldn't. So we'll find out. Oh yeah, let's see. Uh, I think get close. I think it's going to be close. Yeah. Games and wrestling. I don't know that's pretty interesting. That was Conan's contention that they'll get right right there. You know. So we'll see. People always think, I don't know if you guys think, everyone's thinking Punk is the bigger star. I think Danielson is a lot bigger star. He, no main, evented a few, no he main evented a few WrestleManias. Punk has main evented zero. No. It's a You're talking mainstream star. Punk's a bigger star. CM Punk, when he came back, he was on every media outlet for that following week uh, ESPN, uh, everything. And he had his never, local. But he was never booked as the main eventer in WWE. It doesn't matter. And Brian was. well known. Brian was okay, more recently a main eventer too. You know, yeah, Brian was the, the main eventer this year. Many of this year, main evented. Yeah, I maybe wrestling right now, Brian. Like WWE fans, he might be a bigger star because there's you have to remember, Mike. If he didn't wrestle since 2014, the fans that have joined in between that, they don't really know him. They know him from video games and shit, maybe in the network. But Punk's definitely a bigger mainstream star. Don't forget his. He had a whole reality show prior to his UFC run, which I was one of the few people to watch. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty close though, those two. Yeah. Even when they were in WB together, when they did their house show loop, they were on the same show. They were beating Cena's show. So I mean it's not like they both weren't popular in WB together, but definitely pretty uh, pretty good. But that fan 
made out like a bandit. Now he's boys with Punk. He's hanging out backstage with him. The crying fan. Yeah. I knew that was going to happen. There's so many, like, there's shots of wrestling fans crying with everything anymore. So that was like, dude, they were waiting for that. Just great job by their production. I feel like maybe somebody shouldn't be making fun of the crying fan. I don't know. <laughs> maybe you can, but I don't know. Usually, you bastard. What are you doing making fun of that guy? I think he's gotten super emotional when he met Bret Hart, things of that nature, you know. Hasn't Rob talked about what a big emotional moment it was to meet Terry Funk or something? Like, everybody gets like that in certain situations with certain of their heroes or whatever, you know? So I said to them yesterday, I thought that, uh, that they, and I don't, I only know what my idea of their concept is, but, uh, when they were busting my balls about the Jericho episode, I said, well, this, this whole concept just seems like something that the guys we just made fun of would do. You know, that seems to be, a, we made fun of John and Martin a lot for acting better than other fans for acting for shitting on wrestlers. They had no business shitting on. So I was like, well, aren't you guys just doing that with this new show? You know, and he was, he's like, well, you haven't listened to it. I'm like, yeah, probably not. <laughs> you know, I guess you're right about that. So maybe, uh, maybe the perception is wrong. Maybe everyone should give Dork Side of the Ring a shot. It looks popular in the brand group. There's a few people that enjoyed it. Mike, weren't you in the stands for Punk's Return? Sure was. Yeah. What'd you think about it? Oh, it was the greatest thing I've ever seen. Was that the loudest crowd you've ever yep. heard live? Definitely. Yep. And I was at Money in the Bank 2011. Oh, yeah. that's a good uh, yeah. kind of comparison. Yeah, the guy crowd was nuts too. Well, here, if if that return would have taken place in the Allstate Arena, it would have been even louder because that place, as Jericho has said many times, that wood ceiling in the Allstate Arena, it just it is the perfect venue for you know for acoustics. It just sounds massive, you know? But the United Center that night, it, it was louder than anything I've heard in that United Center. And I've seen major Blackhawks playoff wins. I've seen Rolling Stones. I've Jordan. Seen, I've seen Kiss. I've seen, yeah. You've seen, you've seen oh, Jordan. Oh, you've Jordan playoff games? No, no, no. Blackhawks. Oh, oh, oh. I yeah, thought you were like going for the Bulls. I was gonna change. No, no, no. Yeah, I never went to a Bulls game. Oh. Yeah, I never went to a Bulls game. You bastard. Uh, while he, Jordan was playing. I went after, but. Yeah. Um, I've seen many things in that United Center. And, I mean, I saw all the Nitros they had back in the day. And those were those were pretty loud. The, with the, the one with Rodman coming out. Yep. That was the second Nitro that they had here. Uh, this was insane, man. This was like. It was crazy. I think the only two people who could have approached that level of a pop is probably Michael Jordan and uh, Mayor Lightfoot. You know, she would probably blow the roof <laughs> off that place. Yeah. They that would have been a loud pop, but not, not a good one. 
I was actually worried the way they were going to mic it because sometimes I've noticed AEW, especially when they're in Jacksonville, you can't hear the crowd and sometimes you can't hear the music. So this was the case where I heard the music and then the crowd was so loud that like it hushed the music, which is crazy. I mean, that's rare, rarefied air to do that, but you could tell like, okay, they nailed it on the production and it actually came through like just as good as it was obviously not as loud in the arena, but it came through great live. It was definitely, the music was not loud. You know, mm. bar- we could barely hear the music, especially when he walked out. Because mm-hmm. we didn't know if it was going to be a fake out. You know, we didn't know. You know, was MJF going to walk out to his music? We didn't know what was going to happen. Mm-hmm. And uh, once he came out, oh, you couldn't hear any music, man. Yeah. You just heard. Oh. And all you needed to hear was. And you're good. You know, but I was at that raw when they in I think it was April 3rd of 20. 14. 14. I was at the Raw in Chicago when, you know, three months after he left when we thought he may come back that night. And, uh, you know, Heyman came out. So. And I'm sure a lot of people were at that Raw and were also at this United Center thing. So we didn't know, man. No, we didn't know what was going to happen. But once we saw him. Then we knew it was it was real. Did you guys have a problem with how he's been used since he came back? <laughs> I don't care personally. I mean, personally, I don't care. Like, I don't care that he's starting with Darby Allen. I don't really know anything. I didn't. I didn't watch AEW. I never watched a minute of AEW before that rampage I went to, and um, so I didn't know, know about Darby Allen. All I know is like with Cornette, you know, and he's like the only one I listen to that reviews <laughs> AEW. But all these guys, like I've always heard about them. So I don't know anything about him. Yeah, I don't care that he's starting off with these lesser opponents. I don't want to see MJF right away. Like, let him build. He's, he hasn't wrestled in seven years. He's probably not at his best yet. He, he needs to get get his win back. He needs to get get moving again. I mean, how many matches has he had? What did you guys think of the Allen match, though? I loved Very it. Good. Yeah, I loved it. I love the Old new. School. I love the pants. I love the look, you know. You know, people, oh, too. he looks he Slow. looks too Good. skinny. He looks so thin. If you not had a really, you'd see him flexing after the match. Not that yeah, skinny. I mean, his upper body was. I mean, it was it was more muscular than it was when he was in UFC. I mean, when he was in UFC, he was like a lean. You know, they Cut all to one seventy. He was a welterweight. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. probably like he's got to be like two fifteen. I would imagine right now, somewhere yeah. around there. Yeah, if you had the chance to to meet Punk Durbin, but the only the only concession I've was met, that- I've met him like five times. Yeah, but to have a personal conversation, it has to happen on a beach, and you have to be shirtless, and you guys have to share a family-sized beach towel. <laughs> Are you down for that? The beach towel meeting? No, I don't need to meet him. <laughs> you got to realize. You got to realize. Yeah, yeah. that's a weird question. <laughs> you you got to realize when he was off for seven years, he would do the the comic convention here every year. Oh yeah, Chicago mm-hmm. Comic Con, right? And mm-hmm. there would be a point where you know after a couple hours. He wouldn't have a line, and you could just walk up to him. I mean, that's how—that's the point he was at. Where you know, like th- there was one year when um, you know Punk was at the at the Pro Wrestling Tees booth, right? Like they sponsored him to be there, and then you had AEW uh, at the next like section. Like they had a huge area. AEW did, and the Bucks were there, and I think Omega. Like all these AEW stars were there, and they all had massive lines wrapped around the building. And Punk, you could just walk right up to him and, and get your thing signed and, and a picture with him. So, 
I've yeah, met him. I, I never had a, I never had a bad experience. You know, he always, dude. He's old. always very kind, and he takes his time with each person. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of wrestlers. I'm sure everybody listening and watching has has they've met wrestlers that take their time with you, and then there's others that don't even look at you. Yeah. Hey, look at that! Nice. <laughs> 2012 or something, maybe. Met Punk before an ROH. Never took a picture, which is probably pretty stupid in retrospect. Yeah. You know, you got to figure if you were a big ring of honor fan back then you could have been on his uh aim list you know punk was on aim talking to fans and stuff back then so hey he's boys of rob naylor who i know very well so uh, i could have yeah. been right right in that crew damn yeah i actually do think about that like geez what if and i tried Bar to mark and all those other guys damn it i could have been in there could have been in there everyone's going to ring of honor i was going to fucking three pw and you fucked up ring of honor was awesome i'd say yeah. probably oh three to oh eight and that's when i was yeah but guess what Tight with the blue meanie. How do you feel about that? Huh? All right, all right. A little bit. That's right, fine. You and missed Broadway. ROH versus CZW. You missed I Joe did. I missed. You missed Danielson's title reign. Danielson versus McGinnis. That was like a really cold time for me. Like I said, like the last big thing I went to was the ECW reunion, but I didn't go to one night stand. I went to Hardcore Homecoming in Philly, 2005, and that was incredible. You know, and then they did one night stand and then cooled it off for a year, and then when they came back. And we're on sci-fi, like we talked about before. It was kind of the shits. You know, it wasn't what... And I've said this before, but between that and uh, there was like a tr like three deaths. It was like Candido, Guerrero, and then Benoit. I was like, I'm fucking done with this, dude. I can't, I'm, I'm done with this fucking sport. But you can't get time. away, man. You can't get away. But Yeah, but I'm back in, man. I'm, I'm really back into it with the... Uh, you know, I was late to the party on the NWA. I didn't get into them until like two months ago. When um, you guys, Joe, you had who'd you have first? We had Aldis a few times. We had Mickey James. We had um, Trevor Murdoch. We had Chris Masters. Yeah, and Camille. Camille. So like, they had they had like every week they had like an NWA star on, and I'm like, you know what? Let me check this out. You know, it's only four ninety five a month. You know, let me let me watch it, and I I enjoyed it. You know, I yeah. really enjoyed it. Um, I like that. They just get up to the podium and they just f cut promos. They're they're not reading off the fucking prompter, you know, backstage where it's you know you got one guy looking this way and then the other one's looking that way and they're both obviously reading off a, a teleprompter and it's it's shit that somebody's written for them. It's no good, man. I can't watch that anymore. So I love this NWA. I went to the the weekend in St. Louis, uh, the two pay per views and the two fan fests and. I had a, a great time at everything. Every minute of that weekend was great. So I'm a really uh, hardcore fan now. And then, thanks to Joe, I got cable now. Uh, oh, thanks I to haven't, Joe. Yeah, oh. yeah, I haven't had cable TV in like 10 years. And, uh, you know, now with AEW, I, I went to Rampage at the United Center. Uh, I went to the Rampage two weeks later at the Hoffman Estates venue, uh, two days before the All Out. Didn't go to all out because I I, I should have got tickets, but you know those things went really fast. Yeah, it's all out. Yeah, but um, I like I I don't love it, but I really really like what I've seen so far, and I I feel like, you know, even Cornette today on the episode he just came out with, he he said he gives two thumbs up to the last Dynamite, and he's never said that, you know, he's he said that there's more, there's more promos instead of just all wrestling, and and he really enjoyed it so. I like what I've seen so far. So I'm, you know, last week was the first uh, cable wrestling that I've seen in, in many, many years. 
So yeah, I'm I'm back into it right now. I feel the same. Like I, it's hard for me to watch Raw, and and I can't. I really rarely put SmackDown on too. But I'm on K100 to do these reviews, so I try. But like eight o'clock rolls on Wednesday, I'm happily in my chair. Like, ooh, here we go, dynamite. You know, and it's not always great, and I get some some shit for it. You know, on the YouTube and stuff for for admittedly being a fan of the show, but whatever, dude. I don't like. I, I like it, so whatever. I don't like all of it, but. When you put guys like Punk, Danielson, Moxley, Jericho on the same show, guys that were my favorites in WWE, anyway, you know, obviously I'm going to like it. So who knows? It's not bad. And it goes by fast. I obviously have to watch it every week, but it goes by pretty fast. I don't mind watching it. Did you guys, uh, did you picture that when this started, AEW, that there would be so, so much negativity towards it? Because it, to me, it was like, oh my God, they're going to be on TNT. All I've ever wanted was WCW back. You know, of, of 96 to 98 WCW formula. I just wanted a TNT show to compete, different guys on, a different presentation and stuff. And then it started, and people were like, I don't, I hate this. <laughs> it's probably because of that Battle weird. Royal. It's a weird the reaction. Battle, battle Royal with the legless guy and the goofiness. And there's a bunch of guys, I won't go through them, but there's a bunch of guys that need to get rid of, like, immediately. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And strengthen the roster. But I can't believe those fans. You're finally getting an alternative to crappy WB minus the Roman Reigns stuff. Crappy WB. And then they don't like it. And no. they turn on that. Like, oh, you guys are never going to be happy with it. Yeah, like, what do you want? What do you want? Then go watch NWA. Go watch MLW. Yeah. You yeah. know? Impact. I mean, I don't know. what I haven't seen it in a little while. But when they have a big pay-per-view, I'll watch them. And I haven't had a complaint about Impact and their big shows for a long time. You know? So I don't know who's. Well, let's see. Callus was helping run things, and he's gone. And then his replacement was uh, Tommy Dreamer. So I don't know what's going to happen there. He just got the boot from Busted Open, or, yeah. or indefinitely suspended, whatever you yeah. call it, from Impact too. Yeah. And how, how, John? How well do you know Tommy? Have you did you, did you have a personal relationship? Or you just know, met him a couple times. So basically, he said, "I'm the reason that his daughters think he's famous." So I know him a little bit. Yeah. A little bit. Uh, but really, that's kind of just an inside joke with me and him because I used to own a subway and mm. I brought him in for a signing and I made him a bunch of posters and he brought one home like for his daughters. He's the daughter. He's like, I was on TV for 25 years in a row. It's like, and I'm not famous. She goes, yeah, but now you're on a subway poster. Yeah, you went to subway. Yeah. So, yeah. so she's like, yes, well, now you're famous. You're on a subway poster or whatever. So he's like, he's like, I always joke around that. You're, you're the reason why my daughters think I'm popular. So I know him a little bit. I yeah. text him once in a while and stuff and, and like just being friendly. And I booked yeah. him for him. He, I think I've done three interviews with him, something like that. So a little bit friendly with him. He means no harm. He's like, one that's of the what nice, I mean, that's, that's what I asked you. like he's, he started as one of us anyway. He's one of those, yeah. you know, fans who went over the guardrail and I've spoken to him a lot before I was even in any shows and stuff. And like, I remember I saw him in this low budget horror flick, and if I could, if I wasn't lazy, I'd have the title ready. And he just played like someone's dad and had this really uh, interesting scene. <laughs> and uh, I, I went over to him at one of the collector fests. And we talked about it for like 10 minutes. I'm like, dude, that is a good movie. I don't care what I'm like. He's like, did you expect it to suck? Like kind of his dry sense of humor. I'm like, well, you know, it's a no name flick on Amazon Prime. I didn't know what to expect, but I watched it. I watched it without knowing he was in it, too, which was like. And he was shaved. Yeah. Like, fucking Tommy Dreamer? <laughs> you know, I'll get you the title. It's actually pretty good. But um, 
Yeah, that's, that's just what bothers me about it, is that Tommy, from my experience, is such a good dude and it's sweetheart of a guy. And everybody I've talked to, he goes to bat for them. Like even when Paul was giving everybody issues and money problems, he was the one going to bat for everybody. He used, you know, but he tried to protect all the boys. PJ absolutely loves him. I mean, any if he needs favors or if he, you know, he's in a, a pinch or something, Dreamer always helps. So yeah. it's kind of unfortunate of all the guys that they want to cancel. It's like it's the nicest guy who literally get along with everybody. Crazy. A dreamer movie is called Almost Mercy, by the way. I will I will also recommend that on Raven Show this week just to irritate him. But yeah. it's probably on Amazon Prime. Like it's a good little horror flick. Not not like not like monster horror flick, but like kind of I think there's a school shooter and stuff like that. That's the kind of direction it takes and uh dreamer somebody's dad. It's just good. I I really I'm not even like shilling. Like I thought it was I'm actually probably gonna rewatch it tonight now that I recalled it. Do you notice that Mike changed his background? Did you notice that? Mike Durbin show. What's what's yeah. on what's on deck for the Mike Durbin show, Mike Durbin? Oh uh, well, I'm I got the month off, right? Yeah, you told me. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> thanks to thanks to Ric Flair, I got the month off. <laughs> Woo! Do you hear anything about? Oh, never. Mind. I don't want to talk about that on the air. I'll ask you off there. <laughs> yeah. uh, as far as the Mike Durbin show, obviously you get rid of the get my go thing. Yeah. Is our old buddy and friend? Is he ever going to make a return to be the victim of get my go? Who? Johnny, oh. who, who, who? You oh like? yeah, on. oh yeah. He'll he'll be back soon, I think. Really? Yeah. Okay. I think yeah. I think I mean, if everybody wants to do it, but yeah, I mean, I mean, in our group chat, somebody will send a clip. Usually, it's Dean. Uh, Dean always picks the the best ones, and he'll send something. You know, sometimes I find him too. It's. I'm like, how can we not do this? Like, how can we not this this Saturday? We need to do this episode of theirs, but um, we have we have not done it. But I mean, they're just. I mean, just the way John looks now, he looks even. He looks odd, you know. You are watching or listening. If you are listening in audio later on, we are you are watching or listening to the Retro Wrestling Revival, and this is down for the count. Our Tuesday night extravaganza i am john wanglin and joining me here as always my partner on down for the count the real deal heel richie reardon how you doing buddy like i don't know what what the guy's doing with his hair it's just <laughs> somebody said it, he looks like he's cosplaying um like a, a grade school child <laughs> so there's some co- i don't know who made the comment on youtube but it, whoever did it it was very funny the way you that you worded it i ruined it but yeah no i see it like like picture day where your mom would part your hair <laughs> yeah. where are they seeing him at i put a little clip of him in the new in uh episode 51 huh. just like I a little like teaser it. like hey guys you know don't we haven't forgotten it. about them and, and i put like a minute long clip of uh, one of their recent episodes and it's um it's just as entertaining I wonder if they're, you know, if that's like a point of contention. They're like, oh, get my goes back. Wait, it's not about us. Yeah. You know, like, damn. They're not going to be interested in it. It's not about them. Yeah, of course not. So I heard uh, Francine was one of their new targets for some ungodly. Yeah. Like, what are you guys doing? Like, if there's an example. Don and Chris? Yeah. Like, they're they, doing they took some shots at her. Oh. And they'll take shots at Francine, I guess, because she does the show on Creative Control Network. But I, or, or because she did a get my go you know shout out it is amazing that you guys are on your 50th episode and you can thank the stupidity of the people around you 
for giving you all of this great content. I don't know what the motivation is, but like if there's one, I'll just think about this. If there's one example for the, for these guys to follow and God knows they won't do it. It's fucking John pause. Yeah. John has all these shows. He never starts shit with nobody. Even in this feud, you're like Switzerland, you know, and that's a good place to be because you can have friends everywhere. You don't have enemies. No one's going after John pause. Why would they? It's fucking stupid. So that, you know, but it's too late for them. I don't know. People people get a, a hair up their ass. I think, oh, controversy is what it's going to... If I'm controversial, people are going to listen. No. People listen to Cornette, yeah, because he's controversial, because he's Jim Cornette. You're not Jim Cornette. You know, no one wants to hear you just repeat Jim Cornette talking points. And so, I don't know. When I started, I started... My friends would always say, ask about this, get the dirt. And I'm like, I don't want to do that kind of show. I don't want to do Dark Side of the Ring, you know, when, when I did, started doing Creative Control. I just wanted to do a regular show. And... uh you know, that's how you get some ins. You don't sling mud. You don't start shit. You don't ask unexpected questions or, or uncomfortable questions. It's not that hard. I wonder why she's a target. I mean, she's, she's pretty nice. But I guess because she did that bumper, I guess the whole, whole hell yeah. is breaking loose. So that means they hate Pillman. They hate Nick Gage. Yep. And they hate yep. the Sandman. Yep. Sandman was the best. Yeah, that's right. Fire <laughs> <laughs> one up. <laughs> Pop them open, bro. Yeah, that's right. This is a hardcore icon himself, the Sandman. And there's nothing I love more on a Saturday than popping one open, firing one up. I'm watching Get My Go on YouTube. Congrats, dudes, on 50 shows. Hey. Keep crushing those dorks from WWR, Wiggling, and the Fraud Martin. Yeah, Martin, you're a fraud, dude. Yeah, Martin, you're a fraud, dude. <laughs> so Philly. So very, very Philly. Yeah, he's on the hit list now. Forget about it. He, they, yeah. Yeah, I can like Sam man anymore. Have you, Mike, I know we were talking about the, 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 the CM Punk pops or anything, but if you can find yourself in a small 1,000, 1, 2,000-seater, to see Sandman do the Enter Sandman entrance, it never, ever flops. It's never, ever going to get old. He just did it again at Battleground. It was like the loudest reaction of the night from what the clips I saw and whatnot. You know, that's a great time. Yeah. I was talking to Harry Slash not that long ago, and he was saying the loudest pop he ever heard was Sandman's return when he was in WCW and he left and came oh, back. Yeah. Yep, he said he's like that's the loudest I've ever heard. He's like, and it's a small venue, albeit, and, like, and obviously the sound is, is and the acoustics is great there. But he was saying that's the loudest pop he ever heard was Sandman, which so funny doesn't surprise me. He was only gone for a year, and it was still the same entrance that you've seen for three years, week in, week out. But it doesn't matter. Doesn't yep. matter. That's funny. He's got he's got something, you know. He's got that charisma, that star power those fans love. He's a big guy, and, so. and the awesome the theme, uh, excuse me theme song. Easy for me to say. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh, what's he like six four? Probably. Yeah, he's pretty big. Yeah, he's he's a couple over me. Yeah, so he's probably about six four. So as far as you, Joey boy, who else can we look forward to seeing this year on uh, Get My Go? I don't know. I follow the lead, like you said. I kind of just show up three out of four <laughs> times, and uh, you know, I, I I trust Mike's judgment. I wasn't crazy excited about wrestling Otaku, but I had fun with it. And uh, I'm interested. I know there's always see. It's more about the topic is fine and all. I think it's more about who you have on. You know, for a while, Husey and Mike and I had a good little rhythm, and Chad and uh, and Dean came in and they became like practically team members. You know, because they fit. There's some people that were that came on that 
I don't know. It just didn't fit really. We had them on a few times or we had them on once or something and, or they just never came back for their own reasons. So I feel like that's, that's the good mix there. You know, of course, love to have, love to have old JP on, you know, love to have Jeff Lane back. But I think no matter what the topic is or whoever we're going after, as long as we have the, the, the hosts together that have a good rhythm and all that, it's all good. I feel like John is the ultimate to me because it's unintentionally funny, but he is, he's hilarious. Just some of the stuff that he says. So this guy, Otaku seems like he might be like one of those annoying, not so much funny guys. You know what I mean? John's got this comedic element to me. Like some of these other guys, I don't know if they're going to have that same favor uh, flavor. Maybe they will. Who knows? I think Otaku will be a two, two note story because obviously the video that we did, I would imagine all his videos are pretty much the same like that, but yeah. he has the added aspect of the tremendous, 10 reasons women are the worst, which must be done as well, you know? So whether or not, I mean, it's up to Mike, but whether or not we continue, I think we just imagine on, you know, or not imagine would, uh, reside with a uh, fan response and all that. Yeah. See a big Mark. Oh yeah. Yeah. What AEW, is he like? What, AEW, Japanese wrestling? Oh, AEW, no, no, okay. AEW. Yeah. He hates WWE. He hates Vince McMahon. So he wants to be on AEW's creative team. Yeah. He wants he to could be, join Tony Khan and, uh, Kenny Omega and the young bucks. He puts it out there. Yeah, he wants to contact him. He has great ideas, like reforming. Uh, uh, what were they called? Adam Cole's stable. Undisputed era. He wants to, That's his big idea. Yeah, bringing that the was his big era. idea that he said he wanted Tony Khan to to hire him because he wanted to reform something that was together a month ago. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not really uh, into Adam Cole and this uh, thing. He just doesn't do it for me. Right. Too small, way too small. When your elbow pads and your knee pads can never stay on your body and your arms are like toothpicks, not going to do it for me. Like Danielson, like people are like, oh, he's small. He's actually kind of ripped. He's and right. Frank Trigg, who's a, actually a MMA legend, I was talking to him. He trained mm-hmm. with Danielson. He says he's very heavy, and he's ve- and he's actually he goes actually competes pretty well against actual MMA guys mm-hmm. when they're grappling and stuff. So like, okay, he's legit tough. I was like Adam Cole. Eh, his girlfriend's bigger than him. I don't know if I yeah, particularly. Yeah. I mean, if you Danielson were... stopped a burglar, remember? Yes. Yeah. The guy robbing his house. He took him down yes. and put him in the old in the old dragon sleeper. <laughs> and, and he's, uh, you know, he's with one of the Bellas. So I mean, I give him the utmost respect. And, and all I give Adam family. Cole the utmost respect. I, Britt Baker is way above the Bellas. In my really? Oh, that's yeah. a contra- That's a controversial opinion, right there. Yeah, yeah that's I, a controversial. I, pick, I don't know why. Like, I, I like Britt though. But. Britt Baker's not the kind of girl I don't usually like. Like thin girls like that. Um, uh, but for some reason, man, I I first time I saw her in Shimmer, I was like, I you know I paid attention to her, and then next thing you know, she was on All In, which I was also at the first mm. All In. And I was like, "Wow, here, you know, she's on the big stage now." I'm used to seeing her in front of, you know, she's pretty good. Fans. Yeah, she's good in the ring. Well, I don't you know, care about that. I just like the character, like you know, and the fact that you know she is a dentist. Like she's obviously got to have some intelligence to her, you know. So, but you're saying she's more attractive than Brie Bella? Wow. I, okay. Oh yeah, I don't wow. like Brie Bella at all. I don't wow. think Brie Bella is a Brie mode, baby. No way, dude. Nikki, yeah, but I don't Brie. Yeah. No, no. You know the big star in the in the AW locker room. I always said to. Di and Conan, I was like, you know that the boys have to have a bet. Like, all right, who's going to be the first to get with Anna J? And your boy Jungle Boy, there it is. Yep, he closed. And everyone gonna... said he was gay. Obviously, he's not. I don't think so. Yeah, but, no. I don't know why that was like the rumor out there, but yeah, Anna J. That's pretty impressive. Every pretty boy is rumored to be gay, you know. So that's it. Like me. I... Yeah, I'm sure. 
<laughs> Anna J, Ty Conti, AW. Ty Conti. Oh yeah, my God. they got some good talent there. There's a lot. I I mean, it sounds like no one's going to hire Tessa, which is tragic. Yep. Uh, I don't. Emma floats around Impact. I don't know why they don't bring her in. Camille Emma is beautiful. Emma. Yeah, is beautiful. I just I just sent a, a picture in our group chat before we came on here. Mm-hmm. Uh, some picture Emma just posted. I'm like, dude, why is this girl not like one of the top you know female wrestlers? Like, you know, stunning. And and she was a great worker from what I remember. She know, was. Yeah. She could do that she comedy was, style, and then she was she was really good you know she was right in there with Paige and charlotte and you know sasha and at the beginning she was right there and then fucking that that bogus shoplifting thing i think <laughs> cut her cut her knees out cut her legs out Unfortunately. Yeah, I, wonder, I guess she signed to impact but i wonder why AWB wouldn't bring her back or that AEW hasn't signed her that's she showed up for like a battle royal or something didn't she and that was it i don't even remember she was on a pay-per-view for a battle royal like last year or something but yeah i mean if allow me to wrestling a taco a little bit, if I was the booker, you know, I'd certainly say, yo, let's beef up the women's division. I mean, we have talent and we have some rising stars, but like we need to thicken it up right now. Boom. Tessa, Emma and fucking what's Camille's deal. How, how soon can we get Camille and Hilder just to just crush everyone, you know, cause she's a fucking star and a half. Yeah. That whole NWA weekend, like that was my big takeaway is, is uh Camille. I, t- I told Conan that when I was on with him and then, uh, I think I told him when I met him. Yeah, I, I saw Conan after both shows, so that was like, he asked me. He's like, he's like, what matches did you like? Who who, who impressed you? And I was like, I was like Camille number one. Who this is a classic came in on a question, but who's she dating? Is it Latimer? She's yeah, Thomas she's Latimer. Tom yeah, Latimer, living yeah. together. Yeah, he used to date Charlotte. Right, yes. he did. They were engaged. Yeah, yeah. no okay. way. And he had my, some. Uh, actually, my, just I talked to him not that long ago. He had some addiction problems that ended up ruining that relationship. That was the thing, yeah. Wow. But he's clean and sober now. But that's the thing. Uh, uh, interesting thing about Conan. I mean, I don't know people's perceptions and whatnot. Uh, obviously, I've had a long working relationship with him, and I don't see some of the negative things you hear or whatever. But he's way into like what people liked and what they watched, and yeah. like who's who's over with you well, who does the crowd react to like you know he's way into that and to me that's the smartest way to be if you're going to be you know booking or creative or whatever you know you have to get that feedback you can't just dismiss it I mean, like he, some people or organizations they just dismiss it we know what they want but no why don't you ask them you know i noticed he's pretty smart like to who's good and who's not like sometimes i noticed disco is just kind of either assuming or just doesn't like the guy he's like oh this guy stinks or this guy's not that good conan's like got his ear to the ground like he actually knows or, or he's seen these guys he's like no this guy's great like disco just be like oh pentagon and phoenix whatever like phoenix mm-hmm. is awesome and uh, conan's like no phoenix is great he's like the next ray mysterio yeah so, like, he knows he knows his shit his track record is pretty phenomenal too of he's guys like dreamer he, in a way where yeah, he's like everybody dreamer. likes him yeah like he he For discovered sure. ray you know he worked with chris way back in the day phoenix and pentagon were his projects and all that like and on and on and on that's why i don't watch too much lucha but when i hear him mention this guy's going to be a big deal i take it i take it seriously because he's very i mean when does conan pick someone and then it's been a failure you know it's just not the way it goes disco likes kevin owens so i mean that's a whole different story for another day i like kevin owens oh come on wait till he comes in him and sammy coming in aew would that will literally do i'll be the jam (laughs) <laughs> Dozens Owen, Owens like, is a Owens is a company killer. I don't know if anybody knows that. About, uh, Owens versus Jericho again. What about that? He literally almost bankrupted and killed Ring of Honor. <laughs> NXT 
when he did NXT, NXT turned to shit. And then they got rid of him. And they gave him an awesome feud with Cena. He looked like crap. They gave him the belt. They got oh, the I love those ratings. matches. They got the worst ratings ever. They freaking were called up Goldberg the next day. Like, okay, can you come back? Oh, uh, we, we need you. Oh, John Paz hates Kevin Owens. Hot news. Hot news. Yeah. Hey, I mean, so he's I was like, saying this. I was saying this the other day when him and Jericho were, were partnering. If yeah. you were a casual fan, you turn it on TV, you'd be like, "Why is Jericho have a butler now?" Or like, "Why is Jericho oh, have Ralphus two point oh, Like, no, come on, yeah. come on. That's like that's funny company killer. That's like the that was the old Steve Carino uh, curse. You know, Carino would come in and the company would die within six months or something. Yeah, Tremendous. which is unfortunate because Carino was awesome. I like him. Yeah, I like Steve. Another you missed Carino in ROH, by the way. I that saw was his best years run. Later. Was his best run against what about against Kevin Steen? I didn't really, that would I that was I was kind of into that a little bit because I like Carino, but his best feud was Homicide. That was all you know. Who I like showing up in Ring of Honor, Cliff Compton. Nobody, really? nobody gives Cliff any fucking credit. Cliff was awesome, dude. He really, if he didn't retire, I don't know. He's actually he's, he was in Chicago. He's like and, he's like Punk's dude. That, that's like his yeah. best, friend, you know. But him and Kevin Steen hold the prestige honor in Ring of Honor of having the worst match ever in the history of Ring of Honor. That was a bad what the one where the, the hardcore match where they was like after the show was over, the death before or whatever, the uh, fight without honor. Okay. They literally the whole match is ECW spots. So oh, yeah. my buddy, who's like the biggest ECW mark ever, he goes, Oh my god, he goes, They're gonna do the Sabu spot. They do the Sabu spot, then they point, then he goes, Okay, oh, he goes, Oh shit, they're doing the Sandman spot. Yeah. They're doing the public enemy spot. Like I didn't my, see that. my buddy was calling everything, and I was like, yeah. "Oh my god!" I was like, "Yeah." I was like, and AJ Styles made his like big return. I was like, and AJ's not main event there right now. I was like, "What the hell is going on?" What a great oh, time period that was when all those guys started coming out, like that AJ was cool. and Joe and Kazarian and Daniels were all leaving TNA. You know that really. Uh, I know Mike's got to go to work, so I'll stop dragging on. But that really, like, along with the Bucks and Kenny and stuff, those guys coming out of impact aj and and joe and kazarian and daniels you know that really you know breathe some fresh air breath breathe some fresh air in, in everything you know ring yeah. of honor you know everything yeah. that was that was a great period i love that yeah mike's gotta go to work what the hell yeah Mike's gotta, Mike's gotta go. morning go to sleep. Oh. oh i thought you were i thought you were giving us the iggy that you were tired no all right i was gonna say going to work oh my god we're working overnight shit no i i get up at 5 30 so yeah, damn. I'm not working. You on should that. start Mike Durbin video productions. Legitimately start and start. Uh, I try. I tried. To, I tried to do that. Didn't work. Five, five years ago, uh, I bought all this camera gear. I dude, I spent like ten grand on a, a video gear because I wanted to start filming bands and uh, like local bands. And um, you know, I got really good at editing the the live footage, and I had uh, I had some really good work that I did, and then. Dude, this all these bands just don't want to pay the money. They they. What they, about wrestling? Wrestling. Um. What I that was one thing I thought about when I was at the NWA weekend, and I was like, uh, just watching everybody set up, and you know, you could you could walk in there and just at any point and just watch. You know, yeah. there was like really no security, so I was like, man, I really wish I would have gone into this line of work, you know, at some point because I I could have done anything, you know. Yeah. You know, I could have. Um, you know, whatever. It's Video, not over, buddy. Photography. Not over I'd love to um, do like you know live photography at the at the matches. You know, the camera guys, you know, not the video cameras, but like the the still cameras. Like yeah. I'd love to try that and just see what I can do because I I did, you know, for years I've done um, live concert photography, so it can't be that much different. Yeah, the, li the lighting's better. 
you know, shooting concert photography is hard because the lights, you know, the lights are dark for most of the time and they're always changing and, mm-hmm. you know, strobe lights and stuff like wrestling lighting is pretty easy. It's, you know, especially during the matches, it's really even the whole time. So I don't know what they did in AC for this, this Guns N' Roses show I was at a couple weeks ago, but the spotlight was always a second behind whoever they were going for. And it was notice like noticeable to me. Like I got weird ticks like that now where I notice stuff like that. I think I've said it to one of you guys before. Like I notice on TV shows the sound effects. Like I think that's what I want to be the sound effect guy. That's what I want to go into. Like whenever someone puts their phone down or checks the like, artist, <laughs> if you will. Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah. Or a door slamming, horn honking, footsteps, whatever. Like for some reason my ears are in tune to all that now from just editing and recording. I was like, man, I'm gonna yeah. maybe I'll transfer into that someday. What was GNR at Hard Rock? Yeah. Nice, nice. I wanted to go to Toby Keith, but I uh, I missed it. It's a great venue. I really liked it a lot. Really liked it a lot. So, I believe I've seen Black Label there before, BLS, if, mm-hmm. you're, if you're familiar. Very cool venue. You know, uh, star frontman Chris Jericho and Fozzie were there. But do you know who they opened up for? Trivia question. No idea. Mike, you got a guess? Nickelback. It was Nickelback. Oh, Jesus, what the <laughs> hell? That doesn't. Th- those two don't go together. Open for Nickelback. That's a that's a that's a big slot. Yeah, but it just doesn't seem like the right type of music for Jericho. Yeah. 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 They're gonna say they're gonna say down or something or some good band, but no, Nickelback. Nickelback. Hmm. I hope it was good good money. All right, but let's uh, head towards the wind down. Head towards the finish as as Mike has to go to work. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, what's uh, what else should we look forward to? Get my go season two. Just give us something, not otaku, not Johnny Boy, something else. Well, we really haven't finalized anything. I mean, we we've always thrown around the name JD from New York, right? Interesting. Yeah, yeah. the thing is with him, it's like now that guy is majorly successful. Like, like that guy makes a lot of money. I've seen his streams where people are throwing money at him. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. But people are just donating five, ten dollars here and there, and I'm yeah, he's got a big like following, a big I'm fan base. S- I'm yeah. seeing it rack up, and I I see his numbers that he does, and the guy is big time, you know, in That's, this in this industry. Very strange. You know? So it's like, do we want to go after somebody that big? I mean, he's he's certainly got his fan. I mean, who are we, you know? It's, um, but the guy does he says some ridiculous shit sometimes, you know, and just his uh the voices that he makes when he gets really mad about something like how can you not make fun of that you know <laughs> i mean he he said shit about conan and, and disco before which really that pisses me off when you attack our close great good friends there man yeah. conan and, and and glenn uh so i'd like to find those clips and, and do those at some point you know but if anyone has any um ideas that of people we can do send them to me i'd love to hear them I'm open to anything. You know? yeah. what, about, what about let's just randomly say like make fun of CM Punk or Jericho? Would would that be uh, <laughs> be okay? Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we Who's may next? I, we may do those episodes. You know, yeah, yeah. do that. Yeah, I like to do it with. Talking about making fun of somebody bigger, right? I mean, you make, go for the uh, go for yeah. the top. Yeah. I can't think of anybody in wrestling that. <clears throat> That I would hate enough right now to do that. You know what I want to do? Don't have any. Yeah. You know what I want to do, and and it can't be forget my go because it'd have to be on. I'd have to do it on my show. But I was thinking of doing a show 
where I critique all the brand shows, like their audio quality level. I was right? going to say that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, um, you're obsessed with the audio. You're, I am. I really Taylor am. Hendrix are getting on it. You should do that, and you should uh, get it aired on the brand. That would be the best. That would be the best way to do would it. it? <laughs> yeah, you don't. You're telling me you don't want it on your network. <laughs> no, I'm not saying that at all. No, no, no. I just think that would be that would be funny to have it as an addition. Let's head towards the plugs. Joseph, what do you got? Mike knows him by heart. Um, really? Every Monday, you can catch me on the Raven Effect with Raven and Rich Bikini. Uh, subscribe to the K100 feed, K100 with Kona and Disco. The main show comes out uh, Fridays more often than not now. And you can get um, K100 Talks on Sunday and Rehash on Wednesday. Uh, K100 Talks would be your pop culture slash news. About 15 to 20 minutes of Kona and Disco discussing the topic. Rehash is a look back at uh, the early years of the show and some unreleased stuff that was only on Patreon. And of course, the main show, uh, Went and John Wins is coming out. This will be next Wednesday. Wednesday. Yeah. Well, then uh, your previous episode of K100, with K- which came out last Friday, is going to be a supersized, most likely three hour plus episode that we still do every now and then. There's so much to cover and to talk about. And, and there's guests and there's battles and there's uh, ambushes. It's going to be a good one. So, if you haven't heard it, go back and check it out. And um, you can check out the Creative Control Network at the CC Network One on Twitter. We're on Spreaker and uh, Amazon, Apple Podcasts, everything. You get uh, Kevin Sullivan's Taskmaster Talks. You get Eyes Up Here with Francine. You get Taking You to School with Dr. Tom Pritchard now, which I uh, wholeheartedly enjoy and would listen to, even if it wasn't on the network. Dr. Tom is is great. He was one of my early guests. I've got a big soft spot for Dr. Tom. He's super knowledgeable and uh more people should should know about him and, and his, hear his stories. Uh, Mike Durbin's on there. Husey, uh, an honorable mention with Shane Hagedorn and Jeff Schwartz. If you're a Ring of Honor fan, check those guys out. They do uh, your Ring of Honor retrospective on an event or a topic every week. Husey, oh, Outlaws and Gunslingers with Bang and Dang is your true crime slash Old West slash gangster story. If you're into true crime in American history, check these guys out. They will take a look at a famous name from the past or famous event and uh, do so with their unique uh, humorous slant. Uh, apparently, I heard they they do enjoy swearing a lot. I heard we get a swear free episode this week. I haven't heard it yet, but <laughs> that, that'll be something new. Are those the Indonesian guys? Yeah, the two yeah. Indonesian guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, business of the business with Mr. John Paz and I, I. I don't know Labby Margolin. There you go. Perfect. I, I'm, all right, good. I've been saying it right because I wasn't sure. And so that's your deep dive into the business of pro wrestling, ticket sales, ratings, who's drawing, who's running shows, who's going where and all that. That's uh, if you're into that behind the scenes, behind the curtain shit, they uh, I've learned a lot from listening to that. So check that out. Add that to your weekly uh, schedule and uh, way back playback with Pat McNeil and Jim Valley, Pat from the torch, Jim from the observer. They do a one hour watch along each week of uh, a fan voted event. So uh, for instance, last week they were doing, WCW Fall Brawl 97, and they reviewed uh, Dean Mullinga versus Jeff Jarrett. The week before, they reviewed uh, Chris Jericho versus Eddie Guerrero. But they've done World Class. They've done AWA. They've done ECW. They've done WWE. And so uh, if you have the network, grab one of their shows and just do the watch along. It's it's informative. It's humorous. And, uh, yeah, those guys are great. They do a great show. Great combo with those two. Love Pat. Uh, Pat's the man. I guess uh, you know that's it. Check out T Public for the K100 T-shirt store. It's just getting started. Right now we have uh, kind of like K100 flag T-shirts or mugs or whatever you got. Your American flag, Puerto Rican, Mexican, Irish. You have a Pride flag on there, 
let's not forget about the K100 Pride flag T-shirt or hoodie or uh, – like I said, coffee mug, cell phone case, whatever. It's I like T Public, and uh, we're gonna work. We're gonna work hard to get that going. There's gonna be some new shirts coming, some unique looking ones, little cartoon gimmicks. I'm looking forward to it, and uh, that is it. Nice. Did you know, by the way, just random thought here or random trivia? CM Punk shirts 2021 sold over a hundred thousand shirts. Pretty impressive, right? It was that um, the return shirt, right? The one that looked like the 2011 shirt. Yes. Yeah. Pretty impressive. NWO, which is the GMG inspired shirt in 1997, sold 16 million. So Punk's got a little catching up to do, but still, it's damn impressive. Million. Damn. It's just not, it's no NWO, obviously. Uh, Welcome to the business, honey. Durbin, what do you got? Business, honey. Yeah. Speaking of t shirt designs, I designed this for Glenn, and uh, he didn't seem too enthused about it. (laughs) There's not much with, like, he doesn't care. Yeah. Like, I brought the T Public stories, like, your ideas seem to work. I don't care. Just do it. Basically, yeah. like just do it. Just do. It. You don't even have to ask me for most things unless you think you really have to. Just do it. Yeah, but I'd like to plug uh, beardedwickcandles.com. It's my friend's candle company, beardedwickcandles.com. And uh, this guy's got the most delicious smelling candles and he makes them by hand. Uh, check them out. I'm glad you're plugging that here because don't think about giving any free plugs out on CCN Airwaves without giving me my piece, my yeah. cut. He's going to have to pay for that. Yeah. Anything else? Your uh, socials? Nothing? You're at Mike Durban? Nothing? Yeah, at Mike Durban on Twitter, at GetMyGoShow, YouTube.com slash Mike Durban, YouTube.com slash GetMyGo. Yeah. Uh, season two, it started. Uh, yeah, new episodes coming soon. Um, what else do I want to plug? Oh, I want to plug the NWA. I mean, I talked highly about it earlier. I really encourage people try it for one month. It's four ninety five a month. Uh, for that four ninety five, you'll get all. I think they have like forty episodes as of now. Um, what's check the, it out. What's the hot chick quotient over there? Who's going? What do they got? Mm, they don't really focus on that. I see. I think now that empower started it seems like like the main the main event on tonight's episode was a three-way women's match Mm -hmm. so i think um hopefully chelsea green no that was last week yeah i think that was last week but this week um it's sky blue and she's from chicago oh big fan Uh, yeah yeah i think i like to like the looks of her yeah she got a great pop in in her hometown uh thunder kitty is in the main event is in the three-way no she's also a shimmer um shimmer wrestler I forget the other person, but just check it out. I mean, it. Nick Aldis is taking a sabbatical. Nick Aldis, John, did you hear? He thought I was a Make-A-Wish kid. Yeah. That was not nice, yes. <laughs> but I'm actually surprised he got three years probation. And Conan kind of agreed, even though he's the judge. should have been worse. Um, yeah, I don't yeah. know. Here's the thing, man. I, I mean, uh, Joe, you should have had me on this week. Joe should have had me on last week, actually. Well, Joe wanted really? you on, but I heard somebody nixed it, yeah. Is that right? That's even information outside of my wheelhouse. Whoa, whoa. Okay. Okay. Who tell me who who next botch on it? Conan didn't want you back on, is what I heard. Really? I don't think that's true. (laughs) I don't think that's true at all. I'm making that up. I have no idea. (laughs) If anyone would be Glenn, because Glenn did not like my review, but um Yeah. Oh, ouch. Come on. Mickey James, Mickey James liked it. Yeah. Maybe I'll shouldn't that that carry more weight? Come on. Yeah. But anyway, Nick Nick. His recalling of the story was like fifty percent accurate, and then fifty percent just fabrication. We well, have to remember. He definitely to knew who I was. He, he was so he, exhausted. Yeah, right. <laughs> he knew who I was, and he, uh, you know, I bought his fitness book, right? 
Uh-huh. And he also autographed that to me, and he wrote a very inspirational message in it. Uh, we had a great talk about fitness and his supplements. LegacySupps.com. Use the uh, the word. Use the code K100 for ten percent off. Is that what the code is, Joe? Yeah. Unless uh, do we have another one? I can't remember, John. Did you have Legacy Supps on Sullivan or something? Taskmaster. Yes, Taskmaster. I said that's what I said. Taskmaster. Yeah. Or uh, Francine, or uh, well, that's it for us, really. Yeah. So, and and that code repeats. So, if you want to use K100 one time, or Francine another, Taskmaster another, they're good forever, ten percent off. Nice. Yeah, it's good stuff. I have to do that. I'm fucking fat. So, but thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Mike. Oh wait, I got one more. Oh Jesus Christ! Yes. Don't forget at J F F E E N E Y three R D on Twitter. Don't forget the Amazon wish list. And you know why I'm saying this? Because by the time this airs, the following week, I will be 40 years old. So don't be afraid mm. to send me a nice birthday wish. You old with, bastard. With, with a present. You, know. you old bastard. Yes, sir. But thank you, Joseph. Thank you, Michael, for uh, joining me. Appreciate it. And of course, check out Get My Go Season 2. It is a, it is a very decent show. This has been a John Paz Power Trip production in conjunction with the Two Man Power Trip of Wrestling. You could follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Two Man Power Trip. You could check us out on Facebook. You could subscribe on YouTube. You can go to patreon.com slash TMPT Empire to become a patron. And also check out the website tmptempire.com and buy a shirt at prowrestlingtees.com. Two Man Power Trip, where the power lies brother.